Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Hey, this is Elliot Babo. Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovic. Martin Zagandic. Hey, this is Tariq Yorich. And this is The Redcast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. Hello, Chris Titmar from Triple M welcoming you to The Redcast as United embark on an away game with Melbourne victory this weekend. Coming up, uh, Jars and Louie catch up with Dylan McGowan. John Hall joins us live in the studio after handing back the gloves to Eugene Galekovic. And what a great experience for John Hall to play those first, what did he play, about five or six weeks of the season. So we'll get a, an insight into what it was like for him. He saw quite a few goals go past, so... I wonder how, what his reaction is to that. And next up, I chat with uh, chat with Michael Zapponi from Fox Sports. And uh, there's a little bit of fan unrest around the nation. We'll see what uh, Michael knows about that. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago, and this is a red cast on 104.7 Classic Triple M. Chris Titmar from Triple M here with our red cast. Uh, let's go to Fox Sports now and talk to one of the uh, main commentators, Michael Zapponi. Michael, welcome to the red cast. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. Good. I, uh, I'm interested to know what's going to happen with the fans this weekend. Uh, a little bit of controversy behind the scenes. It's been leaked to the media. We could have mass walkouts at several games. What do you know about it? Yeah, it's, um, it's a concern. Uh, Melbourne Victory fans and the uh, red and black block who uh, support the um, Western Sydney Wanderers have uh, been talking to, to either both their clubs and, and been talking to the FFA this week about uh, a way in which they can protest what's been happening and FFA's response to the uh, article that we saw in the Daily Telegraph, uh, on the Sunday Telegraph in Sydney on the weekend. So their response has been, we think the FFA hasn't done enough. We think the FFA uh, are complicit in this and, and perhaps have leaked the information. So they're accusing the FFA of not doing enough to uh, show support to the members of the clubs who have been uh, you know, a big part of uh, the Hyundai A-League over the 11 years. And uh, both Melbourne Victory and uh, the RBB have indicated that uh, they will walk out of the game at, at one point on the weekend. So that will affect a couple of games. Melbourne Victory playing, of course, against Adelaide United uh, at Etihad Stadium on Saturday night. And then the Wanderers are up against Central Coast in Gosford on the Sunday. Michael, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Our, our supporters here in Adelaide were named as well in our press during the week. I mean, they're actually photos of them. And they were named. Now, I can go back to the hooliganism, you know, the bad dark days of English football. And I can remember one team in particular, Luton, banned all the way supporters. It got so desperate and so bad. My point being, we don't want to go back to the days of allowing um, stupidity at games. Surely we all want to sit together and just enjoy a good head-to-head ding-dong battle and shake hands at the end of it and say, what a great day out at the football. Yeah, and look, and I've been coming to Adelaide for 11 years since the A-League started. I've had the privilege of covering Adelaide games, all their home games at Cooper Stadium and, and the ones that they've played at uh, at the Adelaide Oval. And I've not once ever felt threatened at, uh, at either of those venues. And it's always a great atmosphere. And uh, the Adelaide United supporters have been terrific. Now, there might have been a handful have been named. What we need to understand is the FFA have done a big job in, in trying to weed out any of the issues that you've mentioned. And anyone who's found to do the wrong thing, anyone who likes a flare, is identified and is banned. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's a good thing. Uh, what isn't a good thing is, is publicly naming and shaming these, these, these people who, to some degree, some of them haven't uh, been found guilty. Some of them would like the right to appeal, and, and that's been the point of contention. Ah, fair enough. And, yep, I can understand that fully. Let's focus on the games. Now, Adelaide United, please, please tell me you like them this weekend. I thought, oh. I thought last week against Newcastle they were much better but still didn't score. 
Yeah, they were fantastic, actually. Their best game of the season. Well, fantastic might be overstated. But they were, it, was the best, it was the best game of the season. They were fantastic last season, weren't they? But, you know, they, they really struggled under their new manager. And uh, it was the best game we've seen them play this year. And Jimmy Jigo was fantastic. And yep. he, he should have scored a couple of goals. Well, Mark Birigidi was amazing, wasn't he? Yeah, he was brilliant. Uh, he was best on ground for us on Fox. And... Uh, uh, two particular saves which were kept Adelaide United out. So, look, they played some good football, but they're up against the powerhouse of Melbourne Victory, and um, Victory are just building nicely. They won. We know what they did last year, and to, to come to Melbourne at Eddie Had Stadium and get a result is going to be a massive ask for Adelaide United. It is a massive ask for most teams in the A League. So, I think if Guglielmo Amor can come away with a point from uh, Melbourne, I think he'd be quite content. Yeah, well, they're just doing it a point at a time at the moment. Uh, Osama Malik is a big out for Adelaide United. Yeah, he um, limped off the ground only a couple of minutes into the game at Highmarsh and uh, did his hamstring. So it uh, doesn't look good for him. I'm not sure the extent of the injury. Well, they're but saying maybe four weeks. Yeah, and that's, that's not good because he's an important player to this setup, and um, they've been really struggling in their, in their defensive line and uh, they conceded so many goals in, in the early part of the season. One of the positives from uh, the weekend was that they kept a clean sheet, but to young Jordan Elsie, who's been missing for almost two years through a various range of injuries, yep. came in and did a really good job. So that gives him an opportunity alongside Dylan McGowan in defence. Have you got any thoughts on the best combination going forward and trying to score for Adelaide? I, I personally like it when Goodwin plays more up the park and actually provides Provides a fair bit of attacking play, I reckon. Um, and and Bruce Jitte got dragged on the weekend. Uh, the young boy Bruce Kamau came on. I I just wonder what their best combination is up forward. Yeah, look, I, I really enjoy uh, Sergio Thirio playing um, yep. further up the park on the left. He, he seems more dangerous when he's playing on on the left hand side, and, and that's the balancing act that uh, Armour has to face. But for me, Pablo Sanchez has done well coming off the bench in the last two weeks prior to this weekend's game. He scored. And Marcello Karuska, he was the best play, one of the best players in the A-League last year, uh, probably second behind Nathan Burns at Wellington Phoenix. He started the last two games on the bench. There's something wrong going on there. He's either not getting along with the manager. Yep. You can't tell me he's injured because if he was injured, he wouldn't be in the squad. So whatever's wrong there needs to be fixed because he is a creative genius. He can score goals as well. And Adelaide United need him back in the starting 11. Yep, spot on. Michael, thanks for your time on the Redcast and uh, have a great weekend on Fox Sports. Thank you. If you haven't tried Ruin Dits for breakfast... Hi, it's Michael Clarkey. You're missing the big guests. How's it been since you uh, retired? Honestly, it's been quite busy. Obviously, with the, the birth of my little girl, it's nice to be around. Yeah, congratulations on that. Have you put the car seat in yet? No, I found that the hardest thing to do. <laughs> I think the car seat was in about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do know how to put it in, though. <laughs> what is the future for uh, Michael Clark? Um, well, hopefully some more little boys and girls would be nice. If my wife's happy to have a few more kids. I'm don't really bring that up in. now, I don't reckon. Yeah, Sorry, I I'm not going to Give right her a couple time. of months first. <laughs> Ruin dits for breakfast for Southern Volkswagen. Treat yourself. Main South Road, Renella. 104. Classic Triple M. 104.7 Classic Triple M. It's the Redcast. Alex Abella from Triple M here. And joining me in the studio to preview Adelaide United v Melbourne, Victory and the rest of the A-League this week, Reds goalkeeper John Hall. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, thank you. Thanks for popping in. And, you know, the Redcast is a great chance for you guys to have a one-on-one conversation with the Reds fans. You know, we've spoken to Bruce in the past, Eugene, uh, Mate. And everyone's kind of talked about the fact that the win's not too far away. 
from you as as a keeper after playing the first six games, how do you see it unfolding at the moment? Uh, well, I, I agree with you know Eugene and Bruce and all them. The you know each week we where our performance is getting a bit better, you know, slowly but surely. Um, so I think you know the win is definitely uh, coming. And, you know, what better week to get it than this week against Victory Away? Yeah, big game. We'll touch on that in a sec. So the game on the weekend against the Jets, nil all, which, you know, still not the win everyone's craving, but a much better performance, I thought. Mm. Eugene back. Unfortunately, you didn't get to play, um, but Eugene was a big influence coming back in. Mm, yeah, definitely. Uh, he's, you know, he's just got that presence, um, being the captain, being, you know, Eugene Galekovic, um, possibly the best goalkeeper, probably the best goalkeeper in the league. At the moment, um, so it was definitely good to get him back and uh, good to stay goalless. I thought Jimmy Jago had a really good game, better than what he's been playing the last couple of weeks. A few good shots on goal, really good all in all. Yeah, I'm, I have, you know, I think Jimmy's a great player, and you know, you hear the crowds, everything they always hate on some certain people, but I think Jimmy's each week he puts in a hundred percent, puts in great performances. So. That's a really good point. As a keeper, you stand quite close for long periods of time. They're quite vocal, the fans, aren't mm. they? Yeah, I've, I've heard a few good ones directed uh, at me <laughs> and the other players. Anything you can share? Not really. <laughs> that means it was pretty good then. Mm. Well, this weekend, you head to Etihad in Melbourne for the game against the victory. Bit of rivals, not a great record at Etihad. How do you see this one unfolding? Um, well, we're obviously at the moment going in as the underdogs, um, I would say. Uh, so I think all the boys are you know, fired up and if we're going to get a win, this would be the one and it would be a great win if we did. The boys being fired up, Melbourne victory is probably, if you can win this one, of all the games kind of in the last little period that could just catapult the rest of your season, this would be the game. Mm, I definitely, I think winning, winning any game would give us a little bit of momentum and some more confidence, but you know, winning this game would just give us that extra boost just because it is such a big game. What has Amore said around the club heading into the game against the victory? Of course, he did quite well round one against them. Um, how has he seen it going into this week? Um, is you know, obviously there's a, a lot of pressure on him, a lot of pressure on the team, but we just got to take it as any other game. You know, we can't worry too much about outside things such as the media and the fans and all that. We just got to focus on ourselves when we're on the pitch. Let's go back to the first time you guys played victory this year, and of course Eugene's out. So you uh, whack on the gloves and jump in, then suddenly you look up and it's Barisha, it's Finkler, it's Costa Barbarousas all coming at you. What was that like? Uh, it was a bit scary. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, uh, let's put into, you know, six games you played this year, you played 30 minutes last year. Mm. So all of a sudden you're faced with one of the best strike forces in the A-League at the moment. Mm, well, yeah, I was a bit shocked when I got told <laughs> I was playing. Um, but, you know, you've just got to, you can't worry too much about it. You've just got to go in and do what you've been training for, you know. Uh, and I think I did just that. No, you did great. You know, Finkler will be devastated. That big arm of yours came out <laughs> and stopped that shot. And I think that was a great way to endear you to the Reds fans as well. I hadn't seen mm. a lot of you in first-team football, so suddenly you come out uh, and have a really good game. And, you know, yes, we leaked a few goals over the over the six games you were in there, but as uh, I think Bruce summed it up really well last week was, you know, defence starts at the front. So all of those guys in the midfield, by the time it gets to you, the job's pretty much already mm. done that a goal can be scored. So a lot of confidence for you to take out of those six games. No, definitely. I mean, it's it's disappointing that I let so many goals in. Uh, even if they're good goals, it's never a nice feeling to no. cop four in one game. But, um, you know, Bruce, yeah, he's right. But 
everyone's still got to take responsibility for the little things, you know. So I could have saved a few more goals than I could have. So, you know, I just got to take that away from those games I played. Now, Hawley, before we preview the rest of the A-League fixture for this weekend, I want to touch on the fact that the red and black block for the Wanderers, which is their fan base, plus the Melbourne Victory fan base, are potentially going to stage a walkout during the games as a protest against Football Federation Australia. Across this one? I read something about it, but not in detail, no. What do you think the effect that would have on the players? So, you know, you guys are out there, Etihad Stadium, decent-sized crowd, and suddenly 2,000 fans just get up and walk out. Do you reckon, A, you'd notice, and B, that would play any effect on it? Uh, we'd definitely notice. We'd definitely notice because the crowd does play a big part in it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you just you got to get on with it. You can't just stand there and be thinking what's going on. You've yeah. Yeah. Keep focusing on the game. Put it out of your mind. Mm. Well, let's preview this week's uh, round. Kicks off Thursday night, <laughs> Allianz Stadium, Sydney FC, Wellington, Phoenix. Sydney, a pretty good side at the moment, aren't they? Mm, very good. They've had some some good games on the trot. And the Phoenix, I think a lot of people underestimate the Phoenix, but they're on the road now is much better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. They're, they've always been uh, a good team. They mm. kind of fly under the radar. But um, against us, they were excellent. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, they've, they've had some good performances on the road as well. Melbourne City and Perth Glory you've had to tackle so far. They play at Amy Park on Friday night. Melbourne City, I think the pressure gets to them a little bit of being, a well, owned by a big club now and then having to step up and be a big club. I think their performances since they've been Melbourne City have actually improved. But uh, you're still right. I think they're still a bit underdone. I don't know if that's appropriate <laughs> to say. But, but, no, you um, can say that. Look, I think Ivan I think that's coming back <clears throat> in is a big lift for him. And, of course, Moy's playing great for the Socceroos. Mm, yeah. So they're two big players, uh, which will have an impact for him. Now. Mm, I mean, they do have, on paper, they've got an excellent team. And I think um, they've got a lot more potential and they could do a lot better. And Perth Glory, you know, always there and thereabouts, Perth. They're a strong side. Yeah, well, they've got some, you know, Big players, and they've got some new foreign players with some a lot of quality, uh, who were really good against us. Um, so I think you know they've got a good chance of making making finals, maybe. Yeah, know. nice. Newcastle Jets, who you played on the weekend v Brisbane Raw. Aloisi has turned Raw around. It is at Hunter mm. though, uh, which is always a hard place to travel. Brisbane, I think, will probably come out on top. But what? How did you see <laughs> Newcastle last week? Uh I th- it's I think they were just mainly happy with a draw. You could kind of tell the whole game that they were trying to slow it down, waste yeah, a bit right. of time. Um, that's why a lot of our players were getting frustrated because you know they were just happy to keep clean sheet. So, but I think they have been playing really well. Um, even like against us, you could tell they could play through the middle yep. and had a, a, a lot of good possession. But uh, I think Brisbane are. Really strong at the moment, so would probably come out on top. And the last one, Central Coast Mariners v the Western Sydney Wanderers, of course. We just mentioned that the fans may walk out of this one as well, which will be interesting. Uh, it is up on the Central Coast, though, so it'll only be the travelling mm-hmm. fans for the Wanderers uh, that make the trip up the highway to go and play this one. Central Coast, I don't really see them as much of a threat this year. Um, I mean, they've got some quality players, uh, but, yeah, they haven't really shown too much anything really special. Um, whereas, you know, Sydney, they've got a good rec- uh, record at the moment, doing pretty well this season. Um, and, you know, at Central Coast, the atmosphere for the away team isn't really too daunting. 
Okay. I've found. Yeah. Um, so not a vocal crowd or just not a massive crowd there? Yeah, it's not too big. And, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. You, get, you don't get distracted by the big sauce bottles? <laughs> well, not me personally. I'm sure some people do. But. <laughs> You're not standing in the goals there when it's not there going, well, that's a big sauce bottle. <laughs> no. But, um, yeah, I think with... Western Sydney's form at the moment, they will most likely come out on top. Yeah, you've got to give him credit. Popovich has done a really good job this year. You know, mm. He's had to rebuild that side mm. from the, you know, and I've heard a lot of people talk about it was a little, he did a really good job of building a side from scratch and then suddenly when you start losing players and topping up your side can be quite difficult. So mm. he has done quite a good job this year. No, he's a great coach. And of course, we'll finish it off, Etihad Stadium against Melbourne Victory. Give me a scoreline, Hawley. What's it going to be? Oh, I want to say something like three nil, but um, <laughs> to us, obviously. Of course, let's hope that it's not three nil to them. <laughs> um, but it's definitely going to be a close game. Um, we're going to come out firing, all guns blazing, and I'm going to say something like two one. I like it. I like it. And look, you know, we're very happy to see our captain back. Mm. But if you get the chance again, we'll be just as happy to see you back out on the pitch, mate. Thank you. Adelaide United goalkeeper John Hall on the Redcast. Hey, this is Tariq Orridge. Hey, this is Jimmy Jago. Terrific run and a super finish. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin. Hey, this is Eugene Glekovic. Hey, this is Elliot Babal. Classic Triple M rocks the Reds. Great to have our next guest in, Jars. He's mm. from Adelaide. You know, he is playing some very good football. He's been some very of his good. His teammates might want to jump on the coattails and Whoa. get along with it. He's from Adelaide. You know, we speak of Dill McGowan. Dill, welcome to the rush hour. Thanks for having G'day, me, guys. G'day, Dills. Now, Dills, I've got to ask you straight up uh, how are the boys with Jars these days? We've had Jim in, we've had Tarek in, and they've just copped a hammering, a barrage of abuse from the great man. He's a passionate supporter, but he's firmly off the bandwagon at the mm. moment. What's the feedback mm. been like when the boys have returned to training? Yeah, you know, Jazz has been copping a bit of stick so far mm. in the in the change room. And good, good. From what I've heard, rightly so. You know, yeah. he's, he's been giving the boys a hard time, so I'm looking forward to it today. So I just warn you of it. I don't know where he's at today with his <laughs> with his ramble game. He's all over the shop normally. What do you got for nah, dinner? Are you friendly? Good cop, bad cop today? What are we doing? Not nah, pleased, cop. I was oh, pleased right. on what I saw on the weekend, which was better. Even though we didn't score, it was a clean sheet. Eugene back in. Mm. You could just see the difference in terms of the uh, in the back line. Yeah, definitely. You know, Eugene's an important player. He's the captain, probably our most experienced guy mm. out there as well. So, yeah, it made a huge difference. And, um, yeah, we put in a lot of work throughout the last couple of weeks. So it's good that it came to fruition on Sunday. Mate, we've asked Jimmy, we've asked Tarek, what's your take on why things aren't travelling as smoothly as they could be? I think uh, a lot of the boys have come out and said it, and they're, they're right. It's the small things at small times in the game that has, uh, that has really killed us. And, um yeah, the level we're playing at, you know, we're going to have to play really well to to win a game because the luck's you know a bit against us at the moment, and um, that seems to happen when you when you're struggling at the bottom of the league. So, yeah, at the moment we're just working hard, and uh, I think concentration's the key for us come Saturday night. It's the other thing too. Sorry, Juice. The other yeah. thing that clubs now have seen you as a target, as opposed to it makes it even harder. They go right. We've got these boys this week. If we get on top early, or if something goes there against them, they're going to drop their bundles a bit, mm. or they're going to feel the heat a bit more. So let's get in your face early. So you're an easy moving target at the moment. Yeah, and especially you know, we talk about the style and the way we play, and uh, but you know we've been doing that for three straight years now. So teams have had three years to mm. to work out what we like to do, what we don't yep. like to do. So. Yeah, you know, three years of doing the same thing. Coaches are, are quite wise and they, they switch on to that. So I think, 
Yeah, we needed, needed to make a few tweaks here and there, and we're still struggling to adapt to that. Mate, uh, I don't know if you can answer this question, but we have two superstar imports on the bench, mm. and more so Marcelo Carusca, who's I've got a lot of love for, and Sanchez, who's a very good striker. He actually kicks goals. He have we got that air raid helmet? I might just go oh, no. to Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna, uh, uh, here it comes, no, Dylan. He's, he's just softened, so, he's softened yeah. you up. He just buttered me up. Oh, yeah, no. So why in the hell are they sitting on the bench? Why is uh, uh, the coach got yep. Sanchez... And Karuska on the bench in the last two games, mate. We've brought them over to play, yet they're sitting on the bench. Can you answer the question, Dills? Oh, it's obviously not for me to answer, but I, 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 do, I do understand your, your, your questioning. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, they're two very important players, and at this moment in time, you know, they're not playing, so it's up for the other players that are playing to step up, but, you know, we would like to. Well, Marcelo's not injured, is he? He's not injured or underdone, surely. No, no, I think Karuska. both of them train week really in, week well. out. Yeah, so, okay. uh, so, yeah, it's definitely a coach's decision. Oh, and right, um, Yeah, they're very important players, yeah, so I'm are. sure we'll need them throughout yep. the season. So a big ass, tough battle against victory Saturday night in Melbourne. Um, mm. Again, not privy to what's happening down there, but I would suggest, mate, if, it, if it, this is not competitive at the very least and you guys might get whitewashed, the things could happen out there because you look at what's going on and having been in similar situations when teams aren't travelling well, mm. it's always that the tipping point. And I reckon a bad loss to victory just might set the cat amongst the pigeons. So it's imperative. Season's still not done with, but really pushing the proverbial uphill that you've got to find a way to get this get this victory. Yeah, you know, um, fans always react harshest to the, to the rival games and victory's obviously our main rival. So, yeah, we'll be looking to put in a good performance. We're due one. And uh, we definitely have to match them for physicality, you know, for the dedication that they show and, uh, you mm. know, to show our fans that we're here to fight and not to give the season up. It's backs against the wall type attitude for us. There's no doubt about that, isn't it? And yeah. uh, it'll be, it'll be hey, great hey, to see oh, Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, it's a Did back... you just say us? Yeah, I did. I sl- it, he did. He just Sorry, Dills. It just slipped out. He just on floats the in the breeze, Dills. Oh, oh, Any one of them got no consistency <laughs> out there. Dull. All of a sudden, they feel like they're running and they're light yeah, and they're free. They then all are. of a sudden, the bears <laughs> on the beach are coming. I'm, I'm hanging on to the wagon wheel. <laughs> no, you've got to make your mind up, please. No, this no, is why I'm off. I think this is why the boys are confused. No, I'm off. I'm off until you start showing me that you can win consistently and it's against this mob Melbourne victory. Good luck. Anyway, off field. Mm. But Rebecca, how's she going? Yeah, you thought she's we'd great. She's great. Yeah. 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 yeah, we like to know how boys go. Yeah, she's back over in Scotland at the moment. She's oh, uh, she's a good girl. Yeah, she's back visiting the family, so the oh. big man's on the loose. So The big man's <laughs> on the loose style. He just called himself <laughs> the big man's on the loose. Given this is a pre- oh, I'm going to give you an option oh. here, Dils. And, and, and this is Tremendous. the sort of thing Reds probably need on a Saturday night. You know when you make that mistake and you, and you wish you could have it over again? Because this has been pre-recorded, family, I'm going to give you a chance, Dils, to tell me to take that statement out of this interview. No, nah, no, nah, keep it yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, you need, I love you it. need to be brave. You, need you to be do, brave. you Good do. Boy. All right, the big man is on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope he's on the loose in Melbourne on Saturday night after a big win over the victory. Luck, Dill mate. McGowan, thank you so much thank for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Cheers. <laughs> the Rush Hour with Jason Lilly, made in Adelaide for Adelaide. Welcome, Rodney Hogg, to Triple M oh. and the Rush Hour family. Get him up in the air. Yeah. When you were back here and you're the superstar of, uh, of the Redbacks bowling machine, what was your favourite nightclub when you went out with Hooksy and Joel Gar? And trained the whole of winter, right. then Garner played the first game against New South Wales, and I thought I'd better do the right thing and have a couple of drinks with him. And Garner decided, well, he just tips him into his legs, doesn't he? So mm. that was down at the Grenfell Tavern. He had 14 <laughs> rum and cakes, and I had about 12, and I 
Pippen. The next day, none for 100, so I thought. <laughs> the Rush Hour with Jars and Louie. Weekdays from 4. For scraponline.com.au. They pay cash for scrap. 104.7 Classic Triple M. 104.7 Classic Triple M. Ruined it's for breakfast. Uh, Rue, Adelaide United. Now, let's not look at what's happened in the last seven weeks. No, I'm right? looking let's, forward. We're going to start again. We're starting from scratch, but... I'll just go back one week. Last weekend, nil-nil draw, but they played much, much better. They were very, I thought they were dominant, actually. Should have won. Should have won. Let's find out more. They've got to take on Melbourne victory away this weekend. Tariq Elrich joins us. Tariq, good morning. Good morning. How are you going? Good. It was a much better performance, wasn't it, really? I thought uh, you boys dominated last week against Newcastle. Yeah, look, uh, the boys uh, fought hard. Um, you know, we had uh, all the chances. Uh, they didn't create uh, many themselves, so... Um, you know, I read comments that their coach said that he was happy with the point, um, playing against a great team. I thought, you know, our backs were against the wall with all the results we've had, that they would actually try to come out and maybe try to score a goal. But, you know, they were happy to come in and take a point. So for us, it shows that teams still um, have that respect for us and know that um, when we do play our football, uh, we're a pretty good side. Tarek, does it feel like you are starting to turn around your form? Do you feel like you are about to strike some good form and maybe hit the scoreboard a bit more often? Yeah, that's that's our aim. Uh, in, in the past, we've had situations where uh, we haven't had great starts or uh, fell a bit short uh, towards the end of the season, but... In saying that, it's one of those ones where, yeah, we've been contending a lot of goals and not winning many, but um, in those games, we've uh, been in the game to the last couple of minutes. So for us, we know we're good enough. Um, you know, we keep saying it. I feel like we should keep repeating ourselves. That <laughs> one, one win away from uh, that confidence coming back, but um, yeah, it's a bit frustrating at the moment. And the boys are the boys are always working hard, and you come to training and work even extra hard, and um, yeah, and then not to get a result, it, it hurts a little bit, but. Um, now, just as much as everyone else, the fans are hurting. You can imagine how much we're hurting this place. Well, over the years, if we can help you out at all, uh, Rue can tell you this, but in the world of AFL, when it's going like this, on about a Tuesday night, the coach brings in a keg yep. and he puts it in the middle of the floor and he says to the whole team, right, no one leaves till we finish this. And then you wouldn't believe it, Tarek. <laughs> they come out in the next week and they win. Oh, yeah, a bit of team bonding. Some, it's a bit of, sometimes you've got to do it without the coach, though, <laughs> if they're not yeah, up yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Bit of team bonding, and it, it works wonders. It really does. Now, last no, week, we, we you, do that. You, got, uh, you got Eugene <laughs> Golgovich back, which was fantastic. But now you've lost Osama Malik for a month. Now, who's, who will cover it? Because he's really your main defender back there. Who's going to cover his spot? Um, Jordan Elsie, who come on uh, pretty early for him, I think done a great job. Um, he's been out for a long time uh, with a knee injury, and, um, yeah, yeah, he didn't look out of place. So I think uh, Jordan just comes back in and does that job again. And did you like young Bruce Kamau? Do you think, will he get some more game time this week? Oh, I don't know. Um, at the moment, we're playing a bit uh, mixed up in terms of having Craig on the right and Siri on the left. Um, I don't know what the coach is thinking, if he's going to change it up or keep it the same. But yeah, young Bruce has been doing very well for us. Uh, but then again, the same as we did with Awa, you just got to bleed these guys in very slow and not throw them in the deep end. Uh, it's times like this where still early on in the season, uh, we've been working on something for, for so long uh, before the season even started. So I think the coach would pretty much stick to the same game plan and maybe um, just keep leading him in off the bench, I reckon. Fair enough. Now, Melbourne victory away this weekend. It's not an easy assignment, but good luck. Uh, you know that uh, none of us like Melbourne victory here. We don't like Kevin Musket. We don't like many of the boys over there. So please uh, get the job done and uh, make sure you beat them this weekend, Tarek. 
mate, the boys uh, will be giving it everything they can. You know, good. this is probably a, a great game to turn things around for us. Yeah, good, good luck. Good on you, Tarek. Good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Take care. Well done, Tarek Elrich from Adelaide United. Hey, this is Craig Goodwin, and Classic Triple M rocks the Reds.